It's another week. It's another episode of the Dave Stockbridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast. I'm Dave Sobridge from the Dave Sobridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast. I'm also a local real estate agent of some 20 years experience, so it's an absolute pleasure every week to be able to bring to you some insights that I help hope help you make better real estate decisions, helping you make and save tens of thousands of dollars in your next real estate transaction. Whichever way you decide to go, uh, you feel free to give me a call at any time. I'm available for free appraisals anytime you're looking to get a price check on your own home. And naturally, if you're looking to buy, well, I'm there to be able to assist and help you come about a strategy that helps you secure your next property for less. Call me, ask me how. I'm always happy to share that information with you. So this week, the big topic of conversation, if you've been following my blogs and you might have seen it in your inbox earlier on today, if not, please subscribe to the blog. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast because there's these little nuggets of information I bring to you every week that I hope helps you get a stronger sense as to what's going on in real estate land. And the big topic of conversation this week in my blog has been in around political correctness in real estate. So it wasn't too long ago. Uh, I'm now 42 years old. And over the last generation or so, uh, the feminist movement has done an exceptionally good job of ensuring that women are treated equally. In other words, that uh, it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman, uh, that uh, you would uh, essentially... Uh, not treat them any different. You you will be polite to them, and I'm sure there's a certain tonality that you might apply when discussing things with with women that might be slightly different to that of men. And there's certainly sense, certainly a, a different sensibility that you might approach a conversation with a man that you would a woman. But ultimately, you treat them with equal levels of respect, and that's the, been really the key to my relationships. And I think a, a big uh, key to my success over my 20 years of selling real estate is that I do see women as being essentially the pivotal uh, partner in the real estate decision-making process. And by that, I mean, it's usually women. As a matter of fact, it's been my experience that uh, about 80% of women, 80% of the time, it's women that do the searching when it comes to real estate online. Um, They're the ones that are the information gatherers. They're also the ones that they're not looking for properties to look at at the weekend. They're actually looking for properties not to look at on the weekend. In other words, they're editing down and they're culling out properties so that they don't have to spend all day Saturday looking at seven or eight properties. They want to look at the three or four that best suit them. So Women are very attuned to that. They understand um, the features that are important to them and their family. They also understand that if a home needs work and their partners, although ambitious, maybe not uh, well-equipped in order to undertake works, well, they're going to gravitate towards those properties that don't require any works and they can just move into. Naturally, if it's the, conversely uh, that the they know their partner's really handy, well, they might just zero in on those properties that do need a little bit of work here and there that they can add aesthetic touches to and, and of course, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to the property's value. So women are very attuned to the needs and wants uh, of the family when it comes to making a real estate decision and so tend to take it upon themselves uh, and, and and when I say that it's not like a it's very much a labor of love it's not it's not that they're taking it upon themselves and it's massive burden ordinarily usually women enjoy it they're, they're normally the real estate enthusiasts of the family um, and I think key to that is their understanding as to what it is that their 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 family needs in their next real estate. Uh, uh, purchase. So when I'm talking to uh, uh, buyers and sellers alike, the first line uh, of contact is usually from the wife or or the female partner in the relationship. And so I've 
I firmly believe that I've built a great deal of success in my career through my ability to be able to deal with women in a very fair and balanced way, uh, to communicate with them in the way that's very uh, respectful and that they appreciate. And for the most part, you know, this has been uh, something I've done very, very well. I'm sure there's areas I can improve upon. I'm sure there's women that'll respond to this podcast and point those uh, out to me. But by and large, it's, uh, it's something I attribute my success to is my ability to be able to deal with women well. So I think this comes out of a upbringing in that generation where you were encouraged as a young man to include a woman in the conversation. So the previous, the previous generation to mine, for instance, might have shaken hands with the husband or the male in the relationship, but mightn't have shaken hands with the wife or they would have shaken hands with the husband first and then shaken hands with the wife or they might have uh, engaged in conversation with the husband and wife uh, equally but not necessarily given them equal face time in other words the eye contact and the body language was all very directed to the husband or the question asking what was directed to the husband the male partner rather than the female partner so from my perspective i've always consciously um taken the effort to ensure that both the husband and wife are engaged or the male and the female are engaged in the conversation that they're getting from me what they need that i'm gaining consent every step of the way from both parties and so that they feel that ultimately the woman feels hey this is somebody who's listening to me who's definitely taking my thoughts and feelings into account and the male's thinking hey well this is cool this guy can talk to me on my level but also be really inclusive and be uh, in a good healthy business-like relationship with my partner with my wife and this is going to facilitate things because 80 percent of the time she's going to be dealing with the agent not me um, so if she likes the agent that makes my life a lot easier uh, and, and i think when we you know when we talk about how different sexes uh, are engaged in the real estate process you know in some cases it's always it's the man i'm dealing with in other cases it's just the woman i'm dealing with uh, but more often than not there's a bit of give and take and it's a it's a bit of both my experience has been primarily it's the woman that takes the lead in the transaction so um It would be remiss of me not to be inclusive. It would be remiss of me not to be making uh, equal levels of eye contact, not to be equally directing my body language, not to be equally asking questions, not to be equally consulting with the wife it would be or the or the female partner. It would just be well for me. It it would be a um, it, it would cost me thousands of dollars every year in fees so it's it's definitely worth me doing but it's also for me it's just part of who and how i am you know i i I enjoy that you know i enjoy the rapport building process i enjoy working out who it is that i've got to deal with and then developing a relationship so it's it's prosperous for both of us and so all of us uh, essentially um so for me, it's very much second nature, but I would say it's second nature built on accumulative experiences that are rooted in this um, sociological construct of treating men and women equally, which seems to be a given in this day and age. So you can only imagine my surprise uh, when uh, recently I went to shake the hand of a woman and had my hand slapped away by the man. 
Um, now, the, these people weren't Westerners. They were obviously from, from another country and hold different customs when it comes to interaction with women. And, and I guess, you know, not only what, what really was, um, I guess, uh, caused me to reflect upon that moment more than anything was the physical reaction. Yes, I'm shaking hands with your wife or seeking to, I'm offering and extending a welcoming hand, uh, I'm seeking to treat you both with equal respect, but to him it was a physical slap away of my hand from his wife. It wasn't a, uh, a, a putting of the hand on my hand to say, oh, look, no, uh, look, that's, you know, I'll, I'd appreciate it if you didn't do that. It wasn't the wife saying that, it was the husband. So, you know, for me, I would have been offended if I was that woman, but I was, I was offended because essentially what is going on here is that this chap, this gentleman, um, this new Australian, let's call him, uh, obviously holds different views around where women fit in the hierarchy of society. He's obviously of the view that women aren't equal, certainly shouldn't be treated equally, and shouldn't be extended the same courtesies as a man. Now, for me, that's contrary to uh, what I believe, and it's contrary to what makes uh, modern Western society uh, what it is. And, and, and that is a, a level playing field for men and women, uh, and and if it's not that in reality, it's that in intent, and it's certainly that in uh, we can make closer to being that by treating each other equally. Uh, he obviously didn't feel that, and um, and so I was a little bit taken aback by by that particular example, and has since been uh, educated uh, with respect to that by other people, uh, other Muslims uh, who've also suggested that they would be inclined to slap my hand away if I were to shake the hands with their wife as well. And, and then when I've countered that uh, viewpoint with one of respect, um, but also just in educating them as to uh, what has been going on in this country for the last 30 or so years and the efforts that have been made in order to ensure that men and women are treated equally under the law. As a matter of fact, all people treated equally under the law is the aim of the uh, anti-discrimination Act, um, they are very much um, in ignorance of the Anti-Discrimination Act uh, for the most part, but also just don't see any point to it whatsoever. Um, why would you need an act like that? Why would you want to empower women? Why would you want people to feel that women are, um, should be treated equally? And to me, that's abhorrent. But when I state these things, I'm being culturally insensitive. And uh, so this is the viewpoint of many that I need to be in accommodation of their cultural sensitivities. And so, in fact, it's rude for me to extend my hand in welcome, to extend my hand in gratitude, to extend my hand to shake a woman's hand. Um, if they don't want it, I shouldn't be doing that. But it is an accepted social norm in 2018 that I do that. And I would offend far more women by not doing it than by doing it. But then is, does it matter to those and are they understanding to, to those women? Now, to me, it didn't even seem like I was offending the woman so much as I was offending the man in this situation. And if it's some kind of cultural or religious affront that women be treated equally, well, that's the type of religion I guess we've got to consider whether we, we need to have um, becoming mainstream in this country. Because we've, we've gone through a cultural revolution, we've gone through an enlightenment, we've gone through... Uh, the last 40 or so years so that men and women can be treated as equals. Now, I'll just put it to you in this way. What if, 
What if that, that prevailing culture that didn't treat women equally, what if that was, sorry, what if that was the prevailing culture? What would our country look like? And how do women then exist in a, in a world where, say, the majority of Muslim men are selling real estate or that are servicing people generally, um, but treating women, obviously, with a level of disdain or a lower level of respect than what they would afford a man? Um, so when I look at the, the converse, when I look at the flip side uh, to this whole scenario, it's really frightening. And so this is my dedication. If you feel that there's a better, if you listen to this podcast and feel that there's a better way for me to be able to deal with this situation, and I'd hate to be in a situation where I'm racially profiling people and you know, trying to work out what country they're from, what religion they are, what ethnicity they are, what their sensitivities are going to be before I go to shake their hand. Um, I would hate to be that because that is discrimination. And the law in this country says that I can't discriminate and that I shouldn't discriminate and that it's wrong for me to discriminate. And I agree. I agree with that sensibility wholeheartedly. So if you've got a better way for me to deal with this situation, certainly let me know. Um, I'm all ears. But also just as a shout out to our new Australian friends, uh, I appreciate that you're coming and buying homes. I love it that you're, uh, you know, that you're becoming active and, and, uh, and, and engaged members of our society. But I also respectfully ask that perhaps you should be not necessarily in accommodation of Western secular belief, but you should certainly respect that our culture has evolved to a level where it can accommodate people from yours because of its strengths and treating people equally is at the heart it's at the center it's at the core of what makes our society great so they're my thoughts this week is a little bit deeper than usual but as you can see some of the content matter i get into certainly is and it's because i think about these things deeply because i can see how they affect people deeply and so I'm Dave from Real. I hope you appreciated this podcast. Uh, I hope you like the information that comes your way. I do create a blog that's sent out every week. I'm the only real estate agent that has, for the best part of the last five years, created a weekly blog based on this type of content and information that helps people make and save tens of thousands of dollars, but ultimately, I hope, makes for a better world. I'm Dave Sobridge from Real. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thanks for listening, and please subscribe, and if you do, please leave a review. certainly helps me with the depth and reach of this podcast. I'd love for it to get to as many people as possible, and I can only do so with your help. Thanks, guys. Dave Stockbridge's Real Estate Experience Podcast is brought to you by the Influencers and Innovators Podcast, proudly supported by Matthew Norris Visual Productions. I'm Dave Stockbridge. Thanks so much for joining us once again, and we'll look forward to speaking with you next week.